We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, which is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update, your daily Chiefs podcast and video from us here at KCSN. It's the headlines, rumors, stories, and stats people are talking about to get you through the day and caught up with all things Chiefs. Different guests each week with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, proudly presented by DraftKings, begins now. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? It is Friday, and this is KCSN Update, our daily Chiefs show and podcast here at KC Sports Network, presented by our friends at DraftKings. Did you know, as the Chiefs close in on a fifth consecutive 12-win season, that would mark the first time in franchise history that the team has recorded five consecutive 12-win seasons, and five straight 12-win seasons would be the third longest streak in NFL history, again, the golden age of Chiefs football right now. Let's all enjoy it as we get ready for a matchup that uh, not a lot of people are excited about. So um, we're going to talk about it a little bit. But thanks for hanging out today. I'm BJ Kissel, former Chiefs reporter. Now I'm working with a bunch of other good people trying to build a new outlet for Kansas City sports fans here at KC Sports Network, covering all your local teams with some fantastic content. Please hit that like and subscribe if you're on YouTube or follow us on your favorite podcast platform by simply searching KCSN. You can find all of our different channels that way, covering all the colleges, Chiefs, Royals, soccer, everything. We've got you covered. And since it's Friday, soon we will be joined by Pro Football Focus's Trevor Sikama with his three key matchups going into this game against the Texans on Sunday uh, with some advanced stats and, and different ways to look uh, at this game on Sunday. But first, a quick word from our friends over at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. They have the best app that's easy to navigate, and I love all the different plays they offer. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. My personal favorites are the anytime scores. You don't have to be a betting expert, and it doesn't matter the score of the game. You're always in it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code KCSN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. 
only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, let's welcome on Trevor Sykema from Pro Football Focus. Trevor, I have been trying all week to figure out ways to get Chiefs fans excited about this game on Sunday. Because at least with the Broncos, you know they're not good, but at least they're in the division. There's kind of a rivalry. We've been dunking on Russell Wilson all season uh, here just uh, about seven hours, what, east of Denver in Kansas City. But this game against Houston, there's not a lot of rivalry. There's not a lot of reason to get up for it. So can you help Chiefs fans get excited about this game, or is it kind of a lost cause at this point? Well, I, I actually think, you know, if you're trying to spin it very positively, and this is a two touchdown point spread. So we've got to go deep into the well here to try to get some intrigue in this game. If you're a Chiefs fan, this game is going to be an opportunity to, to I think, hone in on, I don't want to say the areas that, like, aren't your strength. But, like, for example, you know, when the, when the Chiefs go up against the Bills, when the Chiefs go up against the Bengals, when they go up against the Dolphins, whatever – what we talk about most is the receiving game. We talk about how what they can do to get Travis Kelsey more open, what they can do to get the ball into Juju Smith-Schuster's hands with plenty of space, how they can uh, use the rest of their receivers, what they can do against the other team's passing game. This week's different. Like, right, I think that when you look at the Houston Texans, what they bring to the table is certainly their rushing attack. They lean on Damian Pierce no matter what. Okay, well, now this is a really good challenge to see what your run defense is up to, right? That's going to be the pivotal point of the game. And then on the flip side, the Chiefs run game. We don't often talk about that as a major number one emphasis point for them. And this is an opportunity where, hey, Isaiah Pacheco could have a big game. The rest of the guys um, in, the, in the backfield could have big performances. And it's like you kind of get a refresher to lean on the run game to make sure these guys are ready when it comes to playoff time because maybe you're not going to run the ball as much once you get into these matchups against some of the better teams. But you'll need to run the ball some, and you want to make sure that when you go to that, you can rely on those guys. This is a good barometer game for that. So a little bit different, but there are areas that they can definitely hone in on here in this game. Okay, so talking about that running, because I'd argue, Chiefs fans, like we need this game to be a reason that Patrick, we need a a stat-padding game from Patrick Mahomes to get back <laughs> to be their favorite for the Jalen. Talk about the things that are really important, Trevor, like the MVP race and the fact that after last week's three-interception performance against the Broncos, Patrick Mahomes no longer the favorite. We talked about it all week. I'm sure fans mm -hmm. might be tired of hearing about it. But let's get to the important stuff, which is we got to pad some stats from Patrick Mahomes in this game. But uh, I know you're talking about the running game. Why do you think, uh, besides the, the easy fact, I know you're at Pro Football Focus, you have your advanced stats, so all throughout the, the basic ones here, and that the Houston Texans are dead last in the NFL in rush defense. They rank 32nd. They're giving up like 166 yards per game on the ground. So they sneak in that area and that is a part of the game uh, to your point that we want to see this team be effective when they ever they do do it down the stretch or into the playoffs when they run the football they need to be successful with it uh, it's kind of been hit or miss so far this year uh, a lot of that might be due to play calling something Andy Reid has been picked apart since he uh, first started go even back to the Eagles uh, with using more of the running game with uh, with a coach that we know likes to pass the ball but why do you think the Chiefs other than the fact the Texans aren't good why do you think leaning on Isaiah Pacheco and going up against this run defense could be a thing that we see more of on Sunday? Oh, I mean, it needs to be because when you get an when you get a matchup like this, you mentioned uh, the Texans said last in the NFL they're averaging 165.8 yards on the ground per game. That is bad. Uh, they're and a big reason for that is their missed tackles. Right? They are 
number one in the NFL in missed tackles so far this season. They've missed 91 tackles in run defense. The second team, team next to them, is the Chargers. They've only missed 68. So, like, that is oh, wow. that is a wide gap between uh, how many missed tackles they have and then the next closest team there. Um, a little bit more of an advanced stat that we have and one that I think um, should play well to the Chiefs, especially if they're running on the interior, right, an area where Texans are a little bit weaker, the Chiefs are a little bit stronger, is the average depth of tackle for the Texans is uh, 4.85 yards past the line of scrimmage, which is third lowest in the NFL. So you're basically looking at at, at halfway to a first down every time a team rushes the ball and is able to get past the line of scrimmage. And you just want to see those averages there. You want to see the confidence in the run game. This is one of those games where you get to go to the offensive line and you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. You get to say to him, "All right, we're gonna have some fun today, boys. All right, <laughs> we're gonna just we're just gonna beat them up up front. That's what we're gonna do." You know, a clip of of Arthur Smith saying that to his offensive line for the Atlanta Falcons was going viral earlier in the season when he said, "We are going to punch them in the mouth." And he's like, "I need you guys all ready because he's like, I'm calling a run play basically every play this next drive, and we are just going to bully them down the field." That's what the Chiefs get to do this coming weekend. They really get to challenge their offensive line, the strength of their offensive line, uh, the run blocking there, and they get to see how good they are. I think that it should be an imposing day there without a doubt. But I will say to your Patrick Mahomes point, padding some stats, a lot of those missed tackles do come from the secondary. Jalen Petrie is a rookie this year. I like Jalen yeah. Petrie coming out of Baylor, but yeah. he's missed a lot of tackles in the NFL. He's, he's leading the NFL in missed tackles, and he is a player who, um, although he had a good week last week, you get some of these Chiefs receivers in space and you're challenging the Texans to tackle. Well, they haven't been up to the challenge really yet this season. And so I do think that it could be a, an easier stat padding game for Patrick Mahomes because of the yards after catch ability. But I think that that goes into the run game too. So interested to see um, what kind of attitude, what kind of success the Chiefs are going to have this this game, knowing that this is a team that makes the headlines when passing the ball but this coming game it really is going to be one that they want to control and one that they just want to kind of keep on the ground yeah it interesting and talking about the running game and in the passing game and how the chiefs offense could look before we switch to the other side of the football is that hopefully the chiefs get mccall hardman uh back in this game as he they kind of activated his 21 day window coming off injured reserve uh so we'll wait to see if he ends up playing in this game based on the way that McCole had been tweeting and talking throughout the week. Be a little surprised if he didn't play in this game, but I guess we'll find out more hopefully uh, this afternoon from Andy Reid, or he's just going to play it close to the vest like he normally does and just say, we'll see, we'll get that to you. Uh, mm-hmm. And that that results, and that's a Friday afternoon thing that results in, we'll let you know 90 minutes before the game at the officials meeting when they declare inactives, or I guess whenever they would have to activate him uh, to the active roster off that 21-day window. But uh, Kadarius Tony, obviously we, you and I have spent a lot of time talking about him, see if he's back this week as both those guys have been out the last uh, couple weeks. McColl for the last four uh but let's uh flip to the other side of the football and talk a little bit about the texans offense i was going to ask you about any players that that stood out good or bad for the texans defense and you just mentioned jalen petrie uh mm-hmm. so that's a good nugget for chiefs fans to pay attention to and watching this game and all the missed tackles going to the other side this is going to be a uh a very nerdy thing for those who really like to pay attention uh to what's going on beyond just watching the ball and enjoying the game. If you are watching the Texans offense as Chiefs fans, because this will be a narrative all offseason, just saying it right now, watch their left tackle, 
Laramie Tunsil, because he is going to, if you haven't heard that name yet, you will start hearing that name as people talk about how much Orlando Brown Jr. has been struggling. It's like, who are the top left tackles that you could trade for? Laramie Tunsil is going to be at the top of that list. Again, he's under contract for one more year, but this is the out year for the Texans that they could trade him after the season. So if you're a Chiefs fan and you are tired of watching the two quarterback system for the Texans and you want to see something else, maybe watch the left tackle. I know it's not the most exciting thing in the world, but it'll give you an idea of uh, of what people are talking about this offseason when we're talking about how to fix the offensive line, particularly the left tackle. Yeah, the Texans don't have a lot of go-to difference makers on the team. They just don't. I mean, they have a decent amount of young guys who they've been able to get on the team over the last couple of drafts, especially this last draft, last draft that yeah. I do like a lot, but most of them just aren't there yet. I mean, Damian Pierce is basically it on the offensive side of the ball. There's not a lot to write home about outside of Damian Pierce. Um, not that they don't have anybody, right? And Morgan. he's not going to play. Um, <laughs> and he's dealing and with so ankle it's injury, like, so like, it's right, even it's worse. Right. There's, there's, there's nobody really to point to on this team other than Laramie Tunsil, who's playing really, really well as their left tackle. Um, and so well, in fact, I wanted to put it into context. Top pass blocking grade in the entire NFL. He has an elite 92.3 pass blocking grade. That is the best pass blocking grade amongst all offensive linemen, not just offensive tackles. And he goes up against some of the best, specifically went up against Micah Parsons. And not, it wasn't just Micah Parsons last week, but um, Parsons in last week's game, had a pass rush win percentage of just 4.8%. That's the first time in his career that he's ever had double-digit pass rushing snaps and a single-digit pass rush, rush win percentage. So every time that he went up against Tunsil, Tunsil basically stonewalled what is arguably the best pass rusher in the NFL. Zero mm-hmm. pressures allowed from Laramie Tunsil last week. And a player like Micah Parsons having a single-digit pass rush win percentage let alone below five percent is pretty damn crazy I, I think he had 22 pass rush snaps last week and for him to get 22 pass rush snaps have only four percent go for a win it's just it, that's that's um mind-blowing how effective that laramie tunsil is uh, the tough part for the Texans is that no offensive lineman on the team is a pass blocking grade above 66.7. That's not named Laramie Tunsil. And they have <laughs> multiple players on the, uh, on the offensive line that have passed blocking grades of below 30, which is basically like an unplayable grade from us. So it's, uh, it's kind of like a one man show. Um, and as everybody knows, one man does not make an offensive line, but no matter what the challenge has been with Laramie Tunsil, whoever's gone up against him this season, he's been an absolute wall. He's I think 28 years old this year, uh, 29 next year. Um, he might be 29 this year and 30 next year, but he's right around that age. And he's just, yeah. he's in the prime of his career right now. And so if you're the chiefs, if you're expecting some pressure against the pocket, cause the, you, you were told that the Texans offensive line isn't good. Texans offensive line isn't good, but one guy <laughs> is a superstar. So don't yeah. think that you're going to get much production off of him, especially when it comes to one-on-one. If Micah Parsons couldn't do it, um, unless it's Chris Jones playing him out there, I, I don't really have uh, much faith in anybody <laughs> else to, to overcome him. So it'll be interesting to see how the Chiefs match up against him. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Trevor, it's really hard for me to sit here and listen to you wax poetic on Laramie Tunsil and not just internalize how excited I would be in the offseason if I heard that they made a trade and they sent him and they did something. Do you let's unpack this for a little bit, because this Mm -hmm. this game on Sunday, not a lot of exciting matchups we're getting into. We're talking about the star of the Texans offense and we're talking about their left tackle. So that tells you all we need to know um, about this. Although I would say if Damian Pierce was going to play in this game, I think we would have spent a lot of time talking about Damian Pierce the way that he likes to run the football and the Chiefs defensive, especially defensive backs, lack of great tackling this season because Damian Pierce runs angry. Like yeah. he is a fun guy to watch play football. Not that I've watched all of his games with the, the bits that I have caught. He's a fun guy to watch in that regard. And that would have been an interesting matchup to see how the Chiefs um, defense went up and tackled. Because whenever we've criticized the Chiefs defense, it's been lack of pass rush in certain games and then their inability to consistently tackle. But let's let's stay on Laramie Tunsil for a little bit and just kind of speculate here of what, A, how willing do you think the Texans would be to trade away, again, a player in the prime of his career, an all-star player on a terrible football team, that this is my argument, and granted, very biased, but if you turn it around, it's not going to happen in one year. Even if you get a top draft pick and a quarterback and he comes and does really well, Laramie Tunsil is not going to be part of the turnaround of your football team if he's under contract for only one more year. So trading him would make sense. I know compensation, we have no idea. But A, do you have any kind of guesstimate on what it could take based on precedent or just based on just how he's playing? And then the second part of that, which can follow up, how much of an impact do you think going from one of the tack- the left tackle that gives up one of the most pressures in the NFL to a guy like Laramie Tunsil? And I'll little more context because I'll talk out of both sides of my mouth here. Patrick Mahomes, we talked about it before, his ability to escape and run around and buy more time and make plays is one of the things that makes him special. 
we're talking about one of the best pass blocking left tackles from Holmes can just sit in the pocket and has got more time within the framework of a play in general coaches. Yes, much better, but a lot of the special that we see from Patrick Holmes is scrambling, not say give him a terrible offensive line and uh, let him go make plays. But how do you see, and how do you feel about a trade like that in the off season? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting discussion, right? First, you can look at uh, Laramie Tunsil's side of things. I was right. He is 28 years old this year. He's 29 next year. Um, He's got one more year left on his deal, so he is signed through 2023. But the way the contract was worked, it was very backloaded. So his cap number jumps from 17 million this year to 35 next year in the last year of his deal. Now, the Texans are probably going to want to do something with that. I can't imagine that they're going to just sit on it the way that it is. So I'm thinking they're either trying to sign him to an extension or they may be looking to trade him. Now, if they trade him, it's one of those, it's one of those situations where you have to be very, very sure because it is rarely worth it to trade top draft assets just to then sign someone, right? Like you've got to be convinced that this player is a massive difference maker for you. And and maybe he is to the Chiefs because they have Patrick Mahomes and anytime that's the case, I mean, like you're clearly in the winning window. So Mm -hmm. investing in that is never a bad idea. You just have to look at what it's going to cost because it's probably going to cost you multiple picks at least one of them's probably got to be a first rounder i mean for as well as this guy is playing he is a franchise left tackle kind of a player uh he'll probably have as long as he stays healthy three four more years at least of really good play so you're not going to be afraid of extending him to an extension up to him being 33 34 years old to try to um even out the cap hit that he's going to take over those next three to four years so the contract itself can be worked out and that's not a big deal the extension you're not really worried about but yeah. it gets tricky. It gets tricky on what the trade compensation is because remember, this team is already stacked with extra picks because of the Deshaun Watson trade. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like the Texans are sitting here and saying, Hey, we stink. We need a lot of draft picks. Because right now, yeah. I believe I've got it pulled up. They've got two first-round picks this year, a second-round pick, two third-round picks, a fourth-round pick, and a fifth-round pick. Next year, they have two first-round picks, a second-round pick, a third-round pick, two fourth-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. So at this point, you know, you're getting you're getting into the realm of like, is this almost too many draft picks, right? Because you got to think about that too. It's not just Madden where you just like stockpile. Well, you have to see, you have to sign all these guys, right? You have to if, find. If we want to send them like twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six first round, well, make like an NBA trade. Like let's just well, give them twenty twenty eight first round pick. Just become <laughs> the Oklahoma City Thunder and just yeah, start, you like, get multiple first round it. picks for like the next half decade. You'll be so fine. All, so all of a sudden, if you think like that, it maybe becomes easier because you say you could say to the Houston Texans in theory. Hey, we'll give you two first round picks for Laramie Tunsil. We'll give you a 2025 first rounder and a 2026 first rounder. That would be alluring to Houston because that means that they would have multiple first round picks for each of the next four seasons. The yeah. problem is, I don't know if you're allowed to do that. I, I'm not. So, I, I'm not so problem sure. Is this all may be illegal, uh, right? I, right. I don't. I don't think in the NFL you can trade picks further than three years in advance. So okay. that would only that give makes sense. you, we don't see now it. I haven't, now I haven't confirmed that, but 
I've asked people that, and that's the answer that I've gotten back. They're like, I don't think you can do that. And so I, yeah. I've never been able to confirm that myself. Um, you know, I'll just text Roger Goodell after this, actually, and I'll just, you know, yeah. see what's uh, actually on can it. you do this? Yeah, I, no, of course. Yeah, what shorthand, Raj. It's just it's never Roger. We're a lot closer than that. But I think you can only deal three years in advance, which means then you're probably offering them a first-round pick in 2025 and then maybe an additional day two pick in 2024. Which again, like for the Chiefs, if they're okay yeah. with it, you're trading that kind of capital. But then you have to sign him. Is that worth it for you? I'm not sure, but I'm just throwing this all that all of that out there to the good people because I know you guys are going to have a lot of conversations about it. Yeah, it's just the the early conversation that we're going to have ad nauseum this offseason. We'll bring you back on, and every time people start dogging on Laramie Tunsil and you know the ebbs and flows of these conversations, like, well, he's not that good. Like, let's bring Trevor back on. Let's give some context to this. He's yes, good. he is. Yes, he is. Um, but the other part of this is. With the Orlando Brown Jr. We'll get back to the Chiefs Texans game. But the other part of this, if they do something like that, what do you do with Orlando Brown Jr.? Do you tag him and trade him to Houston so they've got somebody? Or do you potentially move him back to the right side, which is not what he wants to do because he left Baltimore in part because he wanted to be a franchise left tackle and he had Ronnie Stanley. You want to pay, he wants to get paid like that, but he bet on himself a little bit, did not work out. I would be shocked if the Chiefs offered him the same deal this year that they did last year based on the way he played this year. So if you did trade for a left tackle, do you move Orlando Brown Jr. back to the right side? Because the part of this that Chiefs fans, I don't think it's going to be the reason that he stays, but he seemingly, based on all the content they put out and the fact that he's spending time with Patrick Mahomes in the offseason, they're hanging out, he's at his birthday, like you see these videos, he's getting along with his teammates, that they like him there, even though he's not playing great, which we talk about on the outside. You don't know what those discussions internally um, mm -hmm. are being had. But it'll be interesting, not that I have to put you on the spot for that, but just do you move him back to the right side? Do you trade him? Do you tag him and try to trade him? Like how? What do you do with Orlando Brown Jr.? Because... If you just let him walk on the free agent market, he's going to be the top left tackle available in free agency. Those guys yeah. just don't become available um, that play that are starting left tackles. They just you hold on to those guys. So a trade for um, a player, whether it's Laramie Tunsil or somebody else, probably the only way you're going to be able to upgrade uh, that position in any kind of significant way. And I don't think the Texans, to your point, as good as he's been, and maybe they do want to extend him and have him block for Bryce Young or Stroud or whoever they end up drafting. Um, mm. We'll have all offseason talk about that too. So, all right, let's get back. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, I, I, well, I was just going to say, like, it, it kind of just depends where Orlando Brown Jr.'s mindset is. Like, is he gonna, yeah. is he gonna hold firm and like, no, I want me you guys offered me last year, or like, no, I'm not going to move to the right side of the line of scrimmage. Then all of a sudden, you start to have these conversations of, okay, do we do a sign and trade with you? Would Houston want to do that? Like, is that something that's that's uh, that's viable on their side? Does that go into the trade? It just a, a lot of things then go into it so um it really just kind of depends what his mindset is towards re-signing because i think that that's going to be the biggest differentiating factor of whether or not you can keep him or whether you got to trade him whether you got to let him go whatever it is yeah sorry my audio just cut out there for a sec but um yeah i it's going to be fascinating and i use the word but like it will be fascinating to see how they approach uh, Orlando Brown Jr. this offseason and mm -hmm. do they just do they let him walk how do they if they do bring him back or offer him any kind of an extension is it top ish of the market right tackle money and what the differences are between right and left tackle anymore it's just 
it's going to be an interesting storyline throughout the offseason because of the way that he's played and that he did bet on himself. And it was the big storyline throughout training camp is that he showed up late. He wasn't there. He wanted to get paid more. He wanted to get paid like a top two left. He wanted Trent Williams type money uh, re- reportedly. And you can't ask for that play this way and then expect in the offseason even the same kind of money. And so that'll be something Brett Veach and his staff have to to work through. Um, but let's get back to the matchup on Sunday between the Chiefs and Texans. We've got your top two matchups so far. One, Isaiah Pacheco against a bad Texans run defense and a bad tackling Texans defense, which the way that Isaiah Pacheco runs could be uh, a big game for him in that regard. And then we just talked about Laramie Tunsil being an absolute stud at left tackle. So what's your third key matchup, your third key thing that you're looking for that Chiefs fans should pay attention to going into Sunday? Uh, let me put my coach's visor on to say this coach speak, but it's turnovers. Um, and it's just, that's, that's the, that's the biggest difference maker here. I mean, it's the only reason why the Texans were in the game last week against the Dallas Cowboys. It's the only reason why that game was down to the wire is because they forced Dak Prescott into throwing turnovers. And unfortunately for the Cowboys, that's something that, uh, Dak has been doing a little bit too much of this season. You know, Patrick Mahomes coming off a game where he gave the ball away a little bit more than he wanted to. But Texans are second in the NFL um, with 22 turnovers themselves. And so they're they're trailing only the Indianapolis Colts in total turnovers. Um, they've thrown the most interceptions, though. They have thrown the most interceptions with six. The Chiefs are seventh in turnovers, total turnovers with 19, but both of these teams actually have the exact same turnover differential, and it's negative five. So that just goes to show you the Texans have been getting a decent amount of turnovers on defense. They've also just been giving the ball away a lot on offense. And, you know, without Damian Pierce there, uh, I think that that gets even a little bit more risky because there's not somebody who you could just go, here you go take care of it. And I know that Pierce hasn't been uh, perfect in that regard, but it's, it's just, it's, it's going to be the biggest factor. The chiefs are 14 point favorites in this game. The only way that it's close is turnovers. That's it. That's the only way that it's going to be close. Um, Texans have to win the turnover battle. It would have to be a terrible day uh, for the chiefs when it comes to turnovers for this game to be close. And so that's why that has to be my uh, third key point of the game. And that's probably why going into this game, it's been so hard to get up for because, and I hear you say that and yes, turnovers, giving short fields, all of that. But even so, I don't know what of the Texans offense is going to threaten this chiefs defense and Chiefs fans may hear that and say, Hey, we don't have a great, we haven't been great. Brandon cooks is not Mike Williams. He is not Devonte Adams. He is not, you know, Stefan Diggs. these guys that you faced and he's not Jamar chase. These guys that are just going to take over a game and make you pay. And you know they're going to make you pay if you give them these short fields. <laughs> I feel like the margin of error, and I said this on the, the Fox football pregame show for 101 The Fox. Like we always talk about football being, you know, game of like three to five plays. Like that's the margin of error in every game between a win and a loss between decent teams. These aren't two decent teams and one really bad football team. The Chiefs could play a well, a below average game. The Texans could play pretty well and the Chiefs still win by 10 points. Like this is that big of a difference for me. And Correct. so the margin of error being 12 to 15 plays, uh, even if the do- Chiefs do turn the ball over, and I agree with you, it's the stealing possessions is the only way the Texans have a shot to try to keep up with the Chiefs as far as the number of points they're going to score. Even if the G- Chiefs do turn it over, I don't know who's threatening to score a lot or make a lot of plays or just take over a game in some kind of way uh, just because we've never seen it from any of those guys to be that guy in the way that we have in some other matchups where we've talked about this. So uh, 
I know we have to have a matchup. We have to have things to watch, and that is the only way they can do it. But it's, it's just I'm with you. it. Yeah, I'm trying to be a you're giving me like reasons to get excited. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna be a wet blanket. Like that ain't gonna happen. Like they don't have anybody over there. So they are before, 14 point favorites for a reason. It would it would yeah. it would take a uh, it would take a meltdown from the Kansas City Chiefs for this game to be close. And look, it's pros versus pros. You know, for as much as it's one better team against another. Um, these are still NFL players. Anything could happen, as the saying goes, any given Sunday. But this should be about as sure thing as the Chiefs are going to get. So uh, they should win this football game. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Most of this, these are my key things going into this game. Most important thing for me, I want to see Patrick Mahomes go out, have a mistake-free football game and not get kind of carefully get up by a lot. And he tries to force some things like, no, pad your stats, get back in the MVP favorite, like be back to being the MVP favorite. Wait for... Jalen Hurts to get absolutely dominated by the Cowboys on Christmas Eve day. Like that's going to be the MVP discussion. In my opinion, Jalen Hurts goes out and beats the Cowboys and plays really well with the number of people that are going to be watching that game. I'm not sure Patrick Mahomes can overcome that knowing that he's got matchups like this one on Sunday that no one really cares about unless he just lights up the stat board. And he is way too good at numbers for people that just look at those to, to not, just say we've got to give it to him. He's by far the best player. Jalen Hurts dominating Micah Parsons and the Cowboys on Christmas Eve day uh, would be mm. something I don't think that Mahomes would be able to overcome. That I want to see the defense. I know you talked about Laramie Tunsil, so go against everybody else, but against the Bengals, we talked about it. One quarterback hit in that game. They did not get pressure on Joe Burrow last week against Russell Wilson. Six sacks, much better. I'd like to see him the the pass rush be consistently better. And then the most important thing, no no injuries. You cannot have like a key injury sure. in a game that does not matter uh, in the grand scheme of things. I know they're professionals and you know they're not going to say any of those things, but like, do not get hurt playing a bad team. You get up by 21 points, take guys out. Do not put guys in situations in which uh, you could lose somebody for a game that matters going up against one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yep, I agree. I agree. Right. Let's get a prediction and we'll wrap this one up. This will be the most difficult game preview or matchup preview that we have all season because they stink. Uh, I'm going to say 28 to 10. That's what I'm going to go with. Chiefs 28 win to 10. 28 to 10. So you have the Chiefs covering cover. and taking, I believe, yep. the under. Uh, I believe the under is like 40. 
I was going to guess 42. What is it? I'm very curious now. Come on. Come on. 49 and a half. It's 49. I'm going way under. Lord have mercy. I'm going way under. (laughs) Holy cow. Do you think that th- that Vegas thinks the Texans are going to score or that the Chiefs are going to put up like I, I 38 guess Vegas, points? I guess Vegas probably has the mindset that you do where it's like this is the game Mahomes can at least get back into the conversation. I ultimately agree with you. I feel like Mahomes' MVP game would have been against the Bengals. And yeah. I think that J- Jalen's MVP game is against the Cowboys. So obviously Jalen still is the front runner there because he kind of controls it. But like if Mahomes throws six touchdowns against the Texans, what are you going to do? Brush that off? It's still six touchdowns. So maybe Vegas thinks that they're going to go into this one and try to win some hardware for their quarterback. But uh, I think 49 is way too high. I don't think the Texans are scoring that many points. Yeah, it. Either way, it should be a stress-free shoot, game. Shoot, even if, it's th- even if it's 38 to 10, that's under. Yeah. I said 28 to 10, and even if it's 38 to 10, that's under. No. I just that, Everybody says, well, you just crazy. let up in the second half, you know, put Chad Henney and just let him run the ball. If you do that, you're putting like Ronald Jones in the game. Do you think Ronald Jones is going to take it easy and run out of bounds and not run it up? That guy is going to take advantage of any rep he gets and play harder than probably the starters to prove – that he should be out on the field because that's been a thing for him all season. And not that he's got the juice that the starters have is a reason he's not out there. But this thought that, well, they're just, they're not going to run it up. Those run the ball in the second half. I was talking about this uh, on the pregame show. It's like (laughs) Jones, we saw it against the Rams when he got one carry, like he didn't step out of bounds. Like he lowered his shoulder and went right into Taylor Rapp's chest. Like that's exactly Mm -hmm. what we're going to see. And against a bad tackling Texans defense, you take them out, start running the football. It doesn't mean they're still not going to be able to pick up points against Texans defense that doesn't have a lot to play for. 49 like is too high. 49 is too high. It's too high. It's too. They're high. hammering the under there from yes. Trevor Sikama. Man, we appreciate it. Uh, make sure to check out Trevor and Mike Renner's podcast, The Pro Football Focus. It's just football daily show live uh, at 11 a.m. every day, getting ready for that, where you can get stats and nuggets just like this across the entire NFL to help. If you're the betting type or if you just want to know what's going on across the league, there's a lot better matchups than what the Chiefs have. Again, should be a fun Sunday and a stress-free game for the Chiefs, hopefully uh, avoiding any major injuries. We appreciate everybody for watching and or listening to this show. We know there's a lot of great places to get your Chiefs content. We appreciate KC Sports Network being one of them. Please hit that like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio, please hit that follow as we've got lots more content coming up before that game on Sunday. We appreciate you all, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN, covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.